Welcome to the Vacation Effect Podcast, where we discuss time and lifestyle hacks for the busy entrepreneur, helping you grow your business even faster by working less and having a lot more fun. Now, here's your host, Denise Gosnell. Hey there, it's Denise Gosnell here, and we're back with another episode of the Vacation Effect Podcast. Today, I'm really excited to have my friend Eli Adelson on the show with us, and we're going to be talking about what it means to live in flow. We could all benefit from learning how to live more in flow, couldn't we? Here's the other cool thing that I wanted to mention. Eli is the co-owner of a company called Peace and Harmony Company, and in that company, they have these things called personal energy enhancers that are meant to help improve the energy uh, in your life and in the room. So I'm actually going to be playing one of the energy enhancers. It's actually playing right now in the background um, when you're listening to this. You're not going to hear it. It's one of those silent recordings that's just meant to change the energy in the room. So you know, you know me, I love experiments. So let me know if you notice a difference in how you feel after you listen to this interview. Uh, I look forward to hearing your feedback, and I'm really excited to jump in with Eli now so we can talk all about what it means to live in flow. So thank you so much for joining me today, Eli. I'm excited to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me, Denise. I'm literally looking forward to talking with you. Yeah, me too. You know, it was really cool meeting you at the New Media Summit, um, you know, back a month ago from when we're recording this. And, you know, I just really, I always like to tell the story of how I meet someone. So Eli and I, we both were vendors who had a booth at the trade show at at the event, the New Media Summit. And uh, so he and I got to talk to each other. I had the Vacation Effect booth and um, he and his dad own a company called Peace and Harmony Co., our company and they had a booth for that as well. So we'll get to talk more about, you know, peace and harmony as part of our conversation, I'm sure. But um, what, what I really liked about, you know, our conversations, Eli, is that you just come across with such ease and grace and like uh, calm, the calm effect that you bring to when you're in a conversation into the room. I just really liked that about you. And I wanted to know more about, you know, how you do that in your life. So I, I'd love to talk more about, um, and I know that you're big on helping people live in flow. And I, I see that in, in every interaction with you, that you just have a real laid back, happy personality. So can you tell us a little bit about your backstory of what led you to being the flow guy? Like, you know, I know you've got an interesting travel story that led up to that. Would you, would you mind sharing that? Yeah, for sure. Uh, first, thank you for the, the kind words. That's so sweet of you to say. I don't, I don't see myself as anything that you described, um, which is kind of funny in a way because I, I'm not sure I don't know how people see me it's always been like um, I want to do this and these are the things I'm, I'm gonna do not disregarding other people's feelings but more so just because it's been important to me and and traveling has been one of those things that's been so important and, and fundamental in my life um, so I, I started traveling at, at 20 years old and I I got addicted straight away. It was getting into these these places, these environments where I knew nothing about or little about and, and figuring out how they worked. And then as such, it, it helped me grow so much as a person because I, I was put in all these uncomfortable situations and was able to discover things about me. And one of the trending things that I noticed is, is getting into this whole flow state. I, my first country was Japan. And I don't, have you, have you been to Japan? I have not. It's on my list. It's a, it's a great place to go to. I I highly recommend it. Uh, 
it's it's out of this world in a lot of ways. One is like the the culture and the language. And and if you don't know anything about it or you know a little about it and you get there and then you actually see what it's like, then then it kind of blows your mind. Uh, first off, people are so nice and so polite. Uh, like they'll queue up on either side of the door uh, for the, the metro when you get in the train uh, on one side of the escalator. And, and they'll go out of your way to help you. Um, I was in Hokkaido in, in Sapporo on the North Island and it's winter and there's ice everywhere. And I was looking for the embassy for New Zealand. And I asked this old Japanese guy and he didn't know, but he spent the next 10 minutes running around with me, helping me find the place. And we finally found it. And, and that level of, uh, of sincerity and, and politeness and, and compassion for other people was a huge catalyst for me. And then other little things kept adding up like that. And I realized that this is all leading up to being in flow and being in flow is when your, your inner game and your outer game are, are aligned and, and things seemingly work out for you or you come across as a certain way, like you, like how you describe me. And, and you may not even see it or notice it. And it takes someone from the outside to, to bring that to your attention. And I, I love that. And I love sharing that with people. And I want to help as many people enter into this flow state and, and be in flow as, as possible. So thank you for having me here and, and letting me share everything. Yeah, great. And I love that definition. And you're welcome. And I love that definition you just gave about flow is where your inner game and your outer game are in alignment. So I'd love to dig deeper on that in that, you know, uh, cause there's so many different definitions floating around out there about what flow is like, you know, sometimes we talk about, you know, I need to get into flow so that I can get this thing done, like get my book written or get this done or get that done. And it's like, um, or sometimes it's feeling like that you're just in flow and everything's coming easily to you. Like that's kind of the common word ways I think people describe flow, but how would you correlate the two of those together? Is it that because when your inner game and your outer game are in alignment, things just get done more easily and without resistance? Is that kind of how they tie to each other of how we typically think of it versus what you think it is? I mean, that's definitely one way. Both the ways that you described are, are really accurate and it, it depends. Like, flow isn't um, necessarily like this solid state where you enter it and it's like one rigid definition. It's, it's a, a moving entity. So both definitions really work. It, it could be that you're, you're like in the zone, like you're on fire and, and you're just making every shot. Or it could be that you just buckle down and start to, to write your book and get everything done and it comes naturally and easily and there's no blocks or or anything like that. So both are, are great ways to describe it. Gotcha. Well, and is flow something that can you turn it on and turn it off? Or can you live in flow all the time? Or would you want to? So I, I think those are, I know there's a couple of questions there, but yeah. can, can you turn flow on and off? <laughs> I, I don't actually know. I mean, the goal with flow is to live in it the majority of the time, if not all the time, because that's when, when things are coming naturally, when you're having a lot of fun, when, when you don't feel like the weight of the world on your shoulders, I feel like that's a general goal that, that most people have or that everyone has, or at least wants. So I definitely strive to be in it all the time, even though maybe that's not possible. And, and it's definitely a work in progress for, for me personally. Um, it's, yeah. It's, so yeah, it's uh, yeah. You know, I don't always, know if it's possible either. Sorry. No worries. It's just always something that um that I'm working on. Yeah, you know, I'm wondering. 
You know, I don't know that I'd want to live in flow all the time. It's like, it's one of those that I, when I'm, when I'm actually being a productive member of society and trying to get things done in my life and my business, I'd like to be in flow, but I would never want it to take away the experience of being human and having feelings. Would you agree? Yeah, but I, it doesn't take away. If anything, it adds to it because if you're, if you're having so much fun with whatever you're doing, like if you're going grocery shopping and you're having the best fun picking out like the freshest broccoli or the, like the orangest oranges or, or whatever, like that's also a state of being in flow and, and, and that's not suppressing any feelings. Obviously there's going to be times when, when we're feeling down, when we're feeling depressed, when, when things may not be working out and, and that's perfectly all right. But the majority of the time we just want to, to feel this sense of, um, of completement and wholeness. And and I think that's one of the huge factors of being in flow is that knowing that even though you're, you're feeling down, there's ways to to bounce up from it and, and to kind of get back to whatever your default or normal state is. So you're saying that with flow, it's not that you aren't feeling the feelings. It's just that you're doing it from a different place. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we don't, we don't want to run from our feelings. We want to feel all of our feelings and, and go through that. And if we're feeling sad or, or, annoyed or whatever frustrated then don't run from that it's it's okay you just accept that you you let go and and you just be with this feeling and and let it do what it wants and then eventually it will fade away and and that's that's completely okay and and one of the things that um i just started recently doing is if i do get frustrated with work or, or whatnot i just take a break for a few minutes and, and do something that that makes me smile or, or laugh or like dance really stupidly in front of the mirror and and make myself laugh and and that definitely helps get back to a neutral position or or better than neutral yeah i'm glad that you um you mentioned that because that's one of those that um you know, I know it's important, like when, when we're facing big challenges or feeling stuck or like we're out of flow um, and no matter what's going on in the world around us, it's like, how can we get into flow? That's, I'd love to talk more about that with you. And then feel free to also um, talk about like, we'll, we'll get to talking about peace and harmony in your company and how you guys have some, you know, cool resources to even help with this. But, you know, I wanted to set it up with us kind of talking about the, the nuances of flow before we get to that. So yeah, yeah, so, sure. so, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I, oh, no, not at all. So yeah, I get, I'm excited. This is a topic I'm really excited to talk oh. about. So <laughs> if, I, if I do that, I apologize. Like, no I, love, I love this idea of living a life in flow. Like, you know, I'm all about the vacation effect lifestyle, no matter what's going on in the world, like even trying to maintain um, peace and, and harmony and to use your company name and then balance and happiness. And my goal is to be happy no matter what's going on. And I know that sounds pie in the sky. And I don't mean happy and being insensitive and not having, not feeling the feelings like you're talking about, but I mean, just being happy to be alive, being grateful for what we have, being happy no matter what. And so how can people find flow even when things are, are shitty? What are some yeah. techniques you can recommend? <laughs> I, I, I love that. I, I've been talking a lot about this lately and, and with, um, with our team, we've been having these daily meetings where the, these intention meditations and and what it is is we we set our intentions or our goals for for what we want the company to be and if you're doing this by yourself it's better to do it earlier in the morning just because it sets the day up so nicely that it's hard to to go back into that shitty state because you know you you've already put your you've already 
aimed at this and, and look through the scope and set your sights on what it is that you want. And then when you're focused on that one thing, it's, it's harder to let the other stuff in. So what we do is we have our intention or our, our goal. And as an example, I, I like to say a financial goal, because that's a lot of things that are, that's something that a lot of people can relate to. So you say our goal as if we have an extra $5,000 a month, there, a thousand dollars or whatever the number is that that's, completely up to up to you and 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 we notice how we feel when we have it so when i have an extra five thousand dollars a month and, and it doesn't have to be financial it can be like literally any goal that you want anything is it's as long as you frame it as when you have it and and you feel as if you already have it and and so when i have an extra five thousand dollars a month how will that make me feel and you just close your eyes and you, you sit with this feeling and you notice what's happening in your body. Maybe you feel some excitement surrounding that and, and then you can start to explore all the possibilities with that and it just gets you more and more excited and more and more ready to go. And then, and then you, you open your eyes and, and you, you wake up and, and then you, you set up for the rest of the day or, or maybe, maybe you feel like a tightness in your chest, like it feels a little bit uncomfortable at that number or whatever the goal is. And that's completely okay too. We just want to sit with this feeling and just feed into it and just stay with it. And if you feel like the number's too high, like if it's, it's too uncomfortable, just lower the number and, and build up to it. It's, it can be like weightlifting as you start at a, a low weight and then you build up to the weight that you actually want to, to get all these results. But you have to go through this process first. And, and you just sit with these feelings and explore all the possibilities with it and just stay with it for what? No more than five minutes, I'd say. And, and you can do two or three different goals or intentions at a time and then when you open your eyes from my experience anyway i'm just so pumped up and so grateful and so ready to go and and it's not that i'm i'm excited about the numbers i'm i'm excited about all these possibilities that that can come and and how i'm gonna feel when that happens and and it just I, i just love how how it sets me up for the day Thank you for sharing that. I love that. Um, so you, so just to recap and make sure I'm understanding it correctly so that our listeners can try this out as well. So this is an intention meditation that you're recommending be done in the morning and um, all that they could do at any time. It just is a great way to start the day with the right energy and at the right you know, frequency. And then you're just you know, talking about how um, stating it with the when, when I have an extra X per month or when I uh, am looking my very best in all the clothes that I wear, if it's a fitness goal or whatever the case is, how will it make me feel? And then really feeling that feeling. Like right now, if you guys, you know, if you're driving, maybe you don't want to do this, but if you're not driving, you could do it right now. You could just feel that feeling of that goal having been achieved. And then, you know, just sit with that feeling. And Eli, what I heard you saying was, if the feeling feels resistance and you're not feeling like fuzzies about, you know, butterflies about it or feeling really excited and good about it, if you're feeling like that wrench in your gut and you're like, oh, my, my, my brain's going bullshit. I don't, you know, I don't believe that. Then you need to come up with a lowering the goal, not, not lowering the goal for yourself, but lowering the goal for the intention for the day so that, it, so that you build up to it like you said, a muscle. Did I understand that correctly? Yeah, that's, that's perfect. Um, the, the building up to it is, is just because sometimes a lot of us, uh, 
we're programmed with so many things and then we might have a lot of resistance, like you said. So if you're feeling that it's better to start small and, and then work your way up to it, if you can just dive right in and go for those, that the actual goal that you want, then, then definitely do that. But it's okay to feel that resistance and, and do it. You can even sit with that for the, the time and, and just let yourself feel that resistance and, and, and if you're going to go that approach, then we go back to the letting go and, and you just acknowledge that you have this feeling and you thank it for being there and serving you for so long. And, and you just let it let go and go off and go on to its own thing, because at this point in your life, it no longer serves you. And we don't want to dismiss all of that. So we want to show our gratitude for this feeling that's protected us for so long and, and let it go to the next place that it needs to go. That's great. I, I really like that a lot. And if somebody already has a meditation practice, like if they do some other type of, you know, um, transcendental meditation or, you know, there's different kinds of meditations that people might do, where, where, where would you recommend this fit like before or after their other meditation practice or just wherever they want as part of it? Uh, I, I do transcendental meditation. I do it right after. Okay. So you do the intention after the TM? Yeah, yeah, because I'm already calm and feeling centered after my meditation. And so that's, for me, that's the perfect time to go into it. If there's no perfect time for you, honestly, doing it whenever you can is better than not doing it at all. Gotcha. Um, and do you have anything that you play as music or anything when you're doing this? Or what helps you, um, you know, do it even better? It's not music, but um, we do have a lot of programs that we offer. They are silent because they were designed to be used in offices and businesses. Uh, so one of the programs that I'm on a kick about right now is our, our Peace and Harmony program. And it's a silent program that basically alleviates stress and, and tension, helps reduce customer complaints and, and family arguments, which is great for any time you're stuck inside for a long period of time and you don't have space. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I feel like when I play it during my meditation, it helps me have a deeper, more relaxed meditation. And when I do it during this intention, I, I feel like it kind of like powers it up, you know, like the, the mushrooms in, in Mario games. I've, I've been playing Mario Kart a lot lately. And so they, they give you that boost, you know? <laughs> right. Well, that's really cool. So how does, and I, you guys presented about that at the, at the new media summit as well. And I'm fascinated with it and what you and I didn't have the chance to talk about, cause we were always, you know, taking care of our boost or attending the event was, you know, how does that actually work if it's playing silently in the background? Is it like subliminal messaging or like, what's it actually doing, um, you know, scientifically or health wise? Yeah, so it's quantum energies and frequencies that are playing. It's nothing subliminal. I, I don't know uh, how they were discovered, how they were created. That's that's David's whole thing to it, and and he can spend hours talking about it. And he's tried with me, and it just confuses me. <laughs> I just know that uh, that when I play it, it does have a huge effect. And uh, just recently, I was going through a bit of a funk as well, where I was depressed, frustrated, angry for for like a week because of um, unable to get onto certain flights and, and go to places. And, and then I, I started playing this program and I, I, within, within, I'd say 30 minutes, probably closer to five, I'm, I'm dancing around, listening to music, writing emails and doing work. And I hadn't felt like that in, in a week and I hadn't done any work in a week. So um, I, from my experience, it's, it's great. I don't know how it works exactly. It is quantum frequencies and, and energies. 
uh, we're currently giving it away for free at, oh, cool. peace and, at peaceandharmonydownload.com. And you can go in and try the free version and just hit play and see what you experience. I love that. And so if I hear you correctly, I mean, literally this, you're saying that when you were frustrated yourself, um, you know, with your travel being canceled, not being able to do something you love so much, you were kind of depressed a little bit. And then you're like, huh, gee, I should play the the very thing that my company stands for and see if how, and then it's like, oh, it actually works. <laughs> and you yeah. felt better <laughs> immediately. We just by playing this silent music in the background that you don't even hear. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. It's, it's yeah, but it's also funny that you put it like that. It's like, oh, maybe you should play your what your your company sells and and like your own product and like take your own medicine. And then it's like, oh, like why did it take me so long to to realize that and to do that? But I say that as an example because we're all guilty of that. We're all guilty of being great at giving advice to others. I you know, and then not always like being quick to take our own advice immediately. Like we usually get around to it, right? We're all we, humans do that. Like we don't right, right. always see it. So that's why I was making a joke about it. Like I would no, I, I you know, if you were, if you or I had <laughs> having dinner together, I would tell you the same thing. So Yeah, I was trying to add to that and yeah. play on it. Yeah. So yeah, I hope you take my my joke in the spirit I intended it. I like oh, to have, of course. I like to have conversations with people like I would my best friend, you know, just calling each other on whatever. So, so yeah, that's, but that's really cool though, that the point though, the important point there is that, you know, the quantum energies and frequencies can do things that we don't, we don't even necessarily even have to understand. You just know that it works. Your dad understands it. You know, uh, David Adelson, I saw his presentation. I mean, that dude is, your dad is wicked smart. Like you're, what a great business partner and a genius of, you know, a guy with energies and the science behind all this. Like maybe we could do a, future conversation about that if he could explain it in plain English where we could all understand it because so, <laughs> it's fascinating. <laughs> so, yeah, good, good luck with that. <laughs> I love you, David, if you're listening to this. <laughs> we, like the stuff, that, the stuff that he knows is just so mind-blowing though that I don't always understand all of it because it's just so amazing. But you know, the <laughs> point too. here though is I recommend everybody go and download it at peaceandharmonydownload.com. I'm going to check it out and I'm going to start playing it in the background, like, um, is it something that is, is it through like an app or is it something that we can like on your phone or what I need to like, what format would I play it in? I, I assume uh, it's probably like an MP3 or something or. Yeah. So it just streams online right now. So better to play it on a, on a computer because then you can just leave your browser open and leave it in the background. Uh, it's a YouTube video. That's okay. our current platform because the Vimeo one was having problems, but it just sets on repeat and it, it just keeps playing. So it, it's good to check on it every once in a while and, and you make sure your, your sound is up because it still does function on that level. Oh, and wow. Then, so even though you're not hearing it, you want to make sure your sound level is up high enough to where your body's hearing it, even though your ears are not. Yeah, for sure. Or whatever, whatever's actually going on there. Well, you and I could pretend to understand it, but. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> So funny. Your dad is going to laugh so hard if he listens to this. Like, I need to educate you guys. <laughs> so, I hope so. I, yeah. I think he's kind of given up at this point. He's like, however you can explain it is how yeah. you can explain it. Yeah, no doubt. But no, that sounds great. I'm looking forward to trying that out and I'll let you know how that how that works for me. I'd like to have have me, you know, having me dancing in front of the mirror. That'd be great. You know, I usually have a pretty good attitude anyway, but that'd be that'd be fun to see if it invoked that in me. So I'm looking Definitely. forward to that. Um, yeah, so I'd love to uh, talk a little bit about um, 
you know, like what other kinds of, so that's one activity that somebody can do to help them, um, you know, if they're frustrated or stressed or, you know, even if you're not frustrated or stressed, you know, that playing that um, type of um, music, the quantum energy music can be helpful. What other kinds of activities can people do to help them get them into flow? Yeah. Um, I normally don't share some of these things, but one of the things again, it, a lot of flow is, is inner game and whatnot. So sometimes we have these blocks that we might not be able to let go or overcome. And I, I know I still have a lot, um, some with money, some with uh, a lot with receiving and, and even just, um, like feeling too much pressure. And another great technique is this visualization. And I don't actually know the name of it off the top of my head but it's a letting go technique where where we we visualize a a a red balloon over our head like an empty red balloon and then whatever whatever block whatever negativity is is weighing you down and and making making your day just kind of drag on and and every little thing is irritating you a little bit more what we want to do is visualize that red balloon above our head and and just start to fill it up and, and breathe into it and breathe all of this this like shit that we're feeling up into it and, and just keep filling the balloon and just keep filling the balloon until it gets full. And and as we're as we're doing this breathing, we're breathing up into it and, and we're letting all of this stuff go. You have to actively let it go. And then once you fill the balloon up and, and you get to the point of uh, that you're content with that you're happy with then and you just let the balloon start to drift off and and just slowly drift away into the horizon and and keep going until it gets smaller and smaller and smaller and eventually it just disappears and then and then you want to open your eyes and and notice how you're feeling now that you've let that go and that's a great way to get in the flow to clear out all that inner stuff that might be causing you to take things a little bit too seriously or, or get irritated when you spill a drop of water on your chin or whatever, mm-hmm. which we've all like, you know, yelled, yell, you know, just taking out the frustration on the wrong person, place or thing. Definitely. <laughs> so then it's like, I take a deep breath. Like, it's really not about <laughs> that. Like, why did I just yell at my daughter because the mailman, whatever, you know, delivered the mail to the wrong neighbor, you know? <laughs> so, right. Right. <laughs> is it really that big of a deal? <laughs> we've all done that before on a bad day. So For sure. I, I really love that exercise and just, you know, seeing the filling up the balloon and seeing it drift off. Um, as you were saying that, I was also thinking I would be interesting to try that technique with, like, imagining the balloon like deflating all at once. So, you know how it deflates, or popping the balloon and imagine it just exploding and just going to you know. And so, I, those would be interesting to, variations on to play with on that. But I think any of them could be really effective because they're doing the same thing energetically. I wouldn't do the. The, like letting it go and let everything flow out because you just put all of this stuff in it and if you're going to let let it flow out where where's it going to go but then the popping is something that you could definitely work with and, and then when you you pop it everything everything inside just kind of implodes or explodes on itself and completely disappears and, and getting that it, um getting that little detail is really important to to let all this stuff go i like that distinction thank you for clarifying my, you know, ad lib brainstorming there, just, you know, the different random things that come to my mind as I love to experiment with different <laughs> things, as you can probably tell. Right, so, right. so yeah. So 
Um, I know, uh, you know, you, you and I both share a love of travel. That was one of the things you and I loved talking about, talking about together at the event. Um, what's your favorite travel tip that you can just work in on us? Like, you know, you have a, a golden nugget if you have like a travel hack that you'd like to share. My, my favorite travel hack is, um, staying somewhere like mid range or, or cheaper and talking to the receptionist, lo the locals that, that you actually know, like, and trust or that are in that position, not just like some random tuk-tuk driver or someone on the street and, and figuring out what they like to do and what they can recommend for, for their city. Because a lot of times when we travel, um, some people are so obsessed with the guidebook that they just have this pre-cut guidebook travel experience. And, and I, I, despise that so i want to get as far from that path as possible and by doing so it's talking to people who live there and, and figuring out what they like and doing the things that they recommend even if it's not something that i would normally do but it just it opens so many possibilities and it allows me to see so much more of that country and that culture than i normally would if i was just completely on my own Right. Yeah. That's, that's such a great recommendation. And, you know, to also tie it back to what we were talking about with the, the um, quantum energies, the, you know, the peace and harmony music, do you play that when you travel? Like how does that fit in um, when you're traveling? I do. Sometimes we have um, these little portable devices, like MP3 players that we can put the program on and play. So I, I have them playing most of the time until they run out of battery. <laughs> and I don't know when that happens because I'm not always paying attention to it. Right. Cause but, you're not uh, hearing anything. It's just playing and you're not hearing it. So yeah. Yeah. Do you so, play I it mean, like, and do you play it in like one ear? Like what if you're actually, could you do this and actually listen to music or something else at the same time, like active listening while this passive listening is going on? Would that I, work? You definitely could. If you, if your phone, if your whatever device can uh, like your computer, you can play this in the background and play whatever music you want as well. Mm -hmm. And, and that's perfect. I do that a lot because, um, I want to listen to music and, and you don't have to be dedicated to, to listening to the, to the peace and harmony program or whatever program that you choose to listen to. It's, um, it's meant to be run in the background. That's really cool. Well, I'll try that out as well. I'll try it both ways and I'll let you know how it goes for me. It sounds exciting. Um, now I understand that you also have a few other things that you wanted to offer to our listeners. One, uh, one of them you mentioned to me was um, your website. I think you called it foreverinflow.com. Is that right? What, yes. what, can, what can they find there at foreverinflow.com? So, foreverinflow.com is, there's a book coming out soon called Forever and Flow. It should be a month or two from when this is recording. Uh, fingers crossed. And so that'll just get you signed up and get on a waiting list for that. And then if you want to check your, your level of alignment, like your level of flow, then go to takethisquiznow.com and, and you can take the short quiz and it'll give you your results and tell you what your level of flow is and give you tips and techniques to, to help you get into flow and things that you can do on your own and, and give free um, videos and clearings depending on your level. Okay, great. Well, thank you for sharing that. Is there any last minute tip that you're just remembering that you wish you'd shared about flow or in general that you think that busy entrepreneurs would want to hear? Any final ones that I didn't ask you that I should have? Yeah, I, I was just, I, I'm so glad you brought that up. I was just thinking about that. Um, one of the things about flow is, is if Mihai Mczynski says it's like, um, like the state of, of kind of I don't know if he actually says it like this, but it's a state where, where everything is just kind of easy and his, all his descriptions are about working. 
and, and people losing track of time and not realizing what they're doing. And one of the things about flow is, is being in this, this state of, of enjoyment or, or getting into that as much as possible. And, and so if you're doing a mundane task that, that you don't necessarily like, what are some of the ways to make it more enjoyable? Like for me, if I'm, if I'm writing emails, then putting music on makes it more fun for me because then I can zone out and I can listen to music and get so pumped up with the music that, that it's easier for, for words to flow and I'm not thinking about it. And, and then it's just going into, into joy more often and, and doing things that bring you joy more often and, and building a routine around that. Uh, and I think doing something like that is, is really powerful if you're able to do it and I highly recommend it to anyone. Yeah, I love that. You know, I'm um, just like finding joy in every, you know, in everyday activities is such an important thing. And if you find yourself like cursing at your child because the mail person, the mail carrier put the mail in the wrong mailbox is like, I catch myself every once in a while when I do something like that. And I'll laugh with my daughter and I'll say, I just took that out on you and I shouldn't have, didn't I? And we'll both laugh about it. She's like, it's okay, mom, we all do it. Like we make a joke of it and then we diffuse it and move on. And then I get back to being happy go lucky that I am 99.99% of the time. But it's like, yeah, so it reminds me of that, what you're saying there. It's like, you know, finding a way to say, how can I make this next activity that's otherwise not joyful? How can I make it more fun? Even if it's not going to be totally fun, there's a way to make it more fun. Right. Or at least don't mind it, whatever right. it is, because a lot of times we have to do things that we don't like and, and you can go through kicking and screaming or you can just say, oh, okay, I just got to do this. And then uh, when I'm done with it, I'm done with it. And I don't have to carry it with me all day and, and relive it for an eternity. It's just 20 minutes, an hour, whatever it is. And, and then we're done. And, and now let's move on. Right. And you know, for me, my personal ritual to, to try to be in flow state is to, you know, I have a diffuser that I'll put like cinnamon or peppermint or depending on what mood I'm in or what I'm, what mood I'm trying to create. And then I'll play some music or depending on, um, I'll play different kinds of music depending upon whether I want to sing along to the music or I can't sing along to the music because I'm trying to write. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to be singing along to music if you're trying to write, copy or write books or something. But then in that scenario, I might play just relaxing music that doesn't have words. But with the diffuser going and the music going, like that helps me create a flow state. Do you have something similar like that that you do? Um, I know we've talked about a lot of different ones, but do you have like a go-to for creating your flow state? for writing yeah for sure um mm-hmm. definitely don't don't sing along because um what i found out is that when you sing along you start to type the words that you're singing and that <laughs> won't help you copy right that's why i use you know music without words when i'm writing <laughs> so. yeah for sure um i like music from other languages that uh, i i used to be studying japanese so i would listen to a lot of japanese music and and i could pick up some words but more so i can i can just tune that out and I can listen to the the melody and the harmonies and whatnot, and it all just sounds so so perfect to me that it's like everything about the song is a song that I don't necessarily understand, and I don't have to understand it, but it it, it lets me get into flow and and it lets my fingers do all the typing and and I enjoy it as well. Cool. I'll have to try that. I'll have to see if my brain would be trying to understand the language or if I could just let it be for what it is. <laughs> so yeah, I'll have to I, try that. I, I did it with uh, like Thai songs when I lived in Thailand and, and um, Japanese and, and the language doesn't so much matter as long as it's comforting for you and, and you, you can enjoy it. Uh, 
so whether that's like heavy metal for you from like Norwegian death metal or uh, like Korean music, uh, K-pop, it, it really is completely up to you. Cool. I really like that idea. Another one I'm going to try out. So, well, I, th I really have enjoyed chatting with you and just, you know, I love these, uh, you know, I love having the podcast and having the chance to interview my friends and other cool entrepreneurs like you and, you know, just have a great conversation. I want it to be like the, you know, at the bar or at the restaurant or in the lobby of the hotel kind of conversation you'd have between two friends. So yeah, those that's, all, that's always my goal. So thanks for helping me pull that off today. Um, you, you shared a lot of great wisdom. I really enjoyed it. Uh, and so thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun. You're very welcome. And remember everyone, freedom is a mindset, not a destination. Until next time. Thanks so much for listening. For more information about The Vacation Effect or for details on today's show, head over to our website at vacationeffect.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.